This episode of Proper English is brought to you by More Phrasal Verbs for Health and the idiom A Bitter Pill to Swallow. How are you, Ali? Fine, thanks, Dave. How are you? I'm fine, thanks. Is the right answer. Oh, yes. We've mentioned before that in most social situations, the British don't expect you to give any more detail than this. Some people love to talk about their aches and pains, but unless you're certain the person asking the question is genuinely interested in your health, it's best to stick with... Fine, thanks. Or at a push... Not too bad. Back in episode 46 of our first series, we looked at phrasal verbs related to health, but there are plenty we didn't cover. So we thought another look was overdue. Yes, and since that episode, we've met two new characters, Sylvia and Mabel, and they're going to help us out with 14 new phrasal verbs. Have a listen to their conversation and see how many you can spot. Oh, and Leia is going to love that not too bad. That makes her laugh every time. So how are you, Sylvia? Oh, Mabel, I'm not feeling myself at all. Oh. My back's playing up, my oh. stomach's all over the place, and I've had an headache since Thursday. Oh, dear. I'm not too bad, thanks for asking. Eh? I said... Thanks for asking. I didn't ask. Exactly. <laughs> well, if you must know, I think I'm coming down with something. There's lots going round. I was burning up all last night. I broke out in a sweat before I went to bed. Had a terrible night. Sounds like Covid, Mabel. Should you even be out of the house? Oh, don't worry. I've had me jabs. Don't get yourself in a tiz. Me? Get in a tiz? I'm not the one who shouts at public officials when they don't get their own way. Hmm. Anyway, I've brought you a cappuccino and a nice piece of lemon drizzle cake, so that ought to build your strength up. Ooh, good idea. It'll be full of vitamin C, won't it? Oh, aye. That'll soon clear it up. Whatever it is you think you've got. I think I picked it up off my grandson. He's been made up with a cough and a cold all week. Oh, they're full of germs at that age, aren't they? Oh, they are. And he wears me out, he really does. Nanan, push me on the swing. Nanan, play hide and seek with me. Nanan, don't sit down, I want you to climb this tree with me. Climb a tree, Mabel? Are you kidding me? That's what I said, Sylvia. Climb a tree with my lumbago. Oh, dear. You're going to have to start saying no to him, else you'll end up burning out like all them merchant bankers down in London. Ah, I know. And me ankles are packing up. Me left one's puffed up. And the right one's not too pretty neither. Charming. You know me, Mabel. I say what I see. You do, Sylvia. You do. I see your dandruff's flared up again. (coughs) Oh, there, there. (laughs) Coffee tub, love. Coffee tub, chicken. Wow, what a wonderful friendship. Oh, I think being bitchy to each other is the best part of their day. So, 14 phrasal verbs to do with health. How many did you spot? How many did you understand? And how many can you use? Mm, Let's go through them in order. 
first of all was playing up. This is colloquial. People use it to refer to an ongoing problem they might have that has worsened or had gone and has now come back. <laughs> Next was coming down with. This means you believe you have symptoms that are going to develop into something. If we have a runny nose, we might say we're coming down with a cold. It's to describe illnesses that aren't too serious. Coughs, colds, stomach bugs. Then, Mabel said, she was burning up all night. Yes, that's not too difficult to understand, I don't think. It means she felt very hot, probably due to having a high temperature. Like several of these phrasal verbs, it uses the preposition up. Oh, then she said she broke out in a sweat. This means it happened quite suddenly. We can also break out in a rash or in spots. Ew. Ew. <laughs> Sylvia told Mabel she could build her strength up by eating cake. The phrasal verb is build up to increase something. In this case her physical strength. Then we had clear it up. If your ailment or illness clears up, it improves. It goes away. It's another phrasal verb there. Again, used for those more minor problems. And then Mabel says she picked it up off her grandson. This is used for communicable diseases. We talk about catching coughs and colds, chickenpox, measles and so on from other people. Pick up can be used interchangeably with catch when talking about health. Oh, next up was made up. Mm. This one isn't used all over the UK. It's a northern expression. Other Brits might describe somebody as full of cold. Uh, it describes how you are when your head and face feel full of snot. <laughs> That's not the medical term, is it? Mucus, darling, mucus. I think plenty of doctors say snot. I'm sure they do, yeah. <laughs> then came wear out. Now, when we've worn a pair of shoes for so long that they start to deteriorate, the soles wear thin, we say they're worn out. And it's the same for us. We've worked hard and our body needs a rest. We are worn out. Yes, and if you don't rest, you run the risk of burning out. And this is much more serious and can be both physical and mental, meaning that you are no longer able to function properly due to overwork or stress. Not good. Hmm. Mabel referred to her ankles packing up. She means that they've stopped functioning properly. We can apply it to limbs and internal organs, mm. as well as to cars and machinery. The washing machine's packed up and I haven't got any clean clothes. And another one using up, puffed up. This describes a part of the body that is swollen. An eye can puff up or go puffy, as can anything you've damaged or got infected. Nearly there now. Flared up. This is similar to playing up and breaking out. It's when a condition you already have restarts or gets worse. It might be mild or quite serious. Arthritis patients may suffer a flare-up, for instance. And finally, cough it up. <coughs> <coughs> if we cough something up, we cough until something is dislodged. Maybe a crumb that we inhaled. People sometimes say, cough up chicken, as did Mabel at the mm -hmm. end there. Though I don't know why. I'm not sure. Somebody once told me it's because one of the first symptoms of chickenpox is a cough. Hmm, interesting. Mabel, get here. It's time for Idiom at Week. Idiom at Week. A bitter pill to swallow. 
We use this to describe something unpleasant, particularly if it is hard to accept. Losing the parish council election was a bitter pill for Mabel to swallow back in episode 39 of this series. Oh, it was. Poor woman. Another example, finding out that I didn't get top marks in my Portuguese test was a bitter pill to swallow. When I sold my old records so that we could move to Portugal, it was a bitter pill to swallow. Mm. The expression is quite common when discussing sporting events. This is a bitter pill for AFC Richmond to swallow after playing so well at the start of the season. Oh, Ted Lasso. Nice. Sometimes we shorten it to a bitter pill. Coming second in the cake baking competition was a bitter pill, but it made Sylvia try even harder the next time. It did. Did she win, I wonder? And here we are at the end of another episode of Proper English. As always, we hope you've had fun listening in on our conversation. And whether you're a new listener or a regular subscriber, why not get in touch with us? You can email us at properenglish, all one word, at sapo.pt, or you can ask us questions on whichever social media you might use. And don't forget to tell everyone you know about us. Everyone. Everyone, friends, family, anyone who's studying or learning English. And make sure that you like this episode and leave us a nice review and subscribe to us on your favourite podcast app. So, until next time, it's goodbye from me. And it's goodbye from me too. And thank you for listening to Proper Proper English. English.